When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast, a podcast for those who bleed orange and blue. This one's for John. Produced locally in Denver, Colorado. Now, here's your hosts, Rachel Strand and Dalton Coble. Hello, Broncos country, and welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast, the Denver Broncos podcast made by fans for fans. I am your host, Rachel Strand, and I am also here with my co-host, Dalton Coble. So normally, we have a bit of a structure to the podcast, and we have a bit of a template that we follow, but honestly, we're not going to be doing that this week. We're just we're just going to go for it. This team has gone off the rails, so why don't we? <laughs> if you missed it last night, the Broncos lost to their division rival Chiefs, 19-8 to in prime time, and... Honestly, it was kind of a messy game. I have some things to say regarding the Chiefs, even though I shouldn't really, because, I mean, you know, the Broncos are now 1-5, so it's like we have no room to criticize anybody at this point. But We hold the second overall pick! Yeah, um, I guess that's, I guess that's good here. I mean, regarding the game, it, it was kind of a messy game, Dalton. I mean, nobody really played good. The, surprisingly, the defense did step up a little bit, but then the offense was just like, you know, I'm I'm going to kind of take like four or five steps back and I'm going to play like garbage. So Russell Wilson, Dalton, he just played like just booty. like a dumpster fire. Yeah, he played like booty. He had two interceptions, one touchdown, threw for 95 yards, threw for 95 yards in the entire game. That is ridiculous. Travis, Travis, Travis Kelsey had like 107. 124. Oh, whatever. So we still can't cover tight ends. That's another problem. That's just so great. That thing just oh, plagued us for forever. There were also some really questionable like decisions that oh, were yeah. made before and during the game. Like why were only two outside linebackers playing? Yeah. And no, that... rota- no rotation. Yeah. And he called, he called, Sean Payton called a timeout. Um... Right before halftime, when we got a sack and set up a uh, what did it set up a field goal or something? Yeah, I there was one point where they had Mike Purcell. Uh, the, I know this isn't uh, Sean Payton's play call. I don't. It was uh, more so in Vance Joseph, but Mike Purcell was covering Travis Kelsey. Hello, like <laughs> a defensive tackle covering like one of the most talented offensive players in the league. Are you kidding me right now? And on top of it, um. Mike Purcell is playing awful. He's another person that I thought shouldn't have even been on the team in the first place. But here we are. Speaking of people that aren't on the team anymore, the Broncos released Frank Clark this morning, uh, even though yesterday he took a pay cut. So he must have just been wanting out. I know the Broncos are kind of starting to dedicate more energy to their younger players, but that was another garbage signing after what we released. Uh, we traded Brandy Gregory to the 49ers earlier this week so i mean <laughs> george payton george payton kind of sucks at signing free agents yeah i 
I used He's to kind of terrible at it. I used to go to bat for George Payton because I the dude was really good at drafting, but lately. I, as I've kind of, you know, taken my orange tinted sunglasses off and just chucked them into the face of the sun, like, I, dude has really struggled. His seat's hot. Like, I want him, I, I, I want him to stay our GM if he can, like, get his shit together. But, I mean, the I, like, the Randy Gregory contract was so bad. He was, he played one and a quarter year for us bonehead bone bo- bonehead move yeah he did nothing for us and again frank clark didn't do anything for us and from glasgow is actually playing a lot better now that he's off our team yeah but well honestly most broncos do that anyways <laughs> most that's, former that's, broncos that's do valid. that yeah um for some reason the offensive line is just regressed and russell wilson is under constant duress his wide receivers no yeah, I mean, his wide receiver, for some reason, you know, again, that's another thing. I was going to bat for Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, but my God, they just are playing like they don't care. And honestly, at one and five, I kind of get it, but also you're getting paid to do that. So you're getting paid to play. So I'm a little confused as to why you're kind of half-assing playing, so whatever but greg dulcich got hurt with a yeah. hamstring yeah 11 plays into the game he just had gotten reactivated off of ir and his hamstring just said nope so he jake had Putt. yeah he's literally jake putt 2.0 he cannot stay healthy to save his life and the thing is that bugs me again about george payton dulcich had these injuries coming out of college and we decided to take a risk on him, and here we are, and he's just looking like a huge bust again. Dude's insanely gifted athletically, but cannot stay on the field to save his life. So <sighs> it's just like there's so much to talk about, so much that's gone wrong. It's so... I know, I know, I know, right? The only like <laughs> now, what we can really like, what I want to discuss with you, Rachel, is who's tradable, who's tradable, and Everybody. what value do. What, what value do they have? Thing is, I'm start so... on the offense. Start on the offense. I'm so, yeah, I'm I'm so pissed because I want to keep Judy because he's so talented, but again, he's playing like he doesn't care, and I also think like we are wasting his talent as well. Yeah, him and Russell Wilson have just not been able to get on the same page, and it just scares me because I know the second we trade him for a, a bag of chips. And an expired coupon or something. He's just going to pop off with another team. But Cortland Sutton hasn't been playing well enough to up his trade value. <sighs> um, so what, what, what is their value? Answer me the question. Honestly, I feel like pe- that's, that's a hard question. Because I think teams know how desperate we are. So they're going to stick to their guns. And they're going to automatically offer super low picks for these players. I I don't know if there's anybody on the offense worth a first rounder or like a couple first rounders. I would say I'm going to go with a third for Judy and a third for Sutton. That's like the max value, I think, for them right now. Yeah. Um, I doubt we'll, I Garrett doubt we'll Bowles, get it. Garrett Bowles is probably a third or a fourth. God. He's been playing. He's he's just regressed so much too. Oh my god, there's just so um, much to complain about. It's bumming me out. Who else? I got yelled at by our buddy Mike. 
for wanting to trade away Javante Williams. No! Sorry. I'm going to yell at you. I'm sorry. It's time to throw away the whole team, Rachel. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, and then we can move on to the defensive side of the ball, which has more players you could trade away, like Josie Jewell, Alex Singleton, Justin Simmons. Now that um, depresses me. Like, honestly, I would Justin love... Justin Simmons is probably the one that will break my heart the most. I would ideally like to keep Justin Simmons, to be honest. But I don't know at this point. I mean, my heart is already broken, Dalton. I don't know if you guys... You guys can probably hear it in my voice, but I am so emotionally dejected by this team, and I'm just, like, emotionally checked out. I think that's the only way... I can survive a season like this. I mean, technically, the way I've checked out, I'm not surviving at all. But, I mean, it's... It's because we're bottom feeders, but it's what lower hurts than worse. That. It, yeah, that's the, I'm getting there. What hurts worse is, like, teams like the Panthers are supposed to be bottom feeders because they're so fresh. We have a first-round pick who we spent on our head coach, Sean Payton, Two first round picks on Russell Wilson at $240 million. A bunch of wide receiver, a wide receiver room, the most expensive wide receiver room that's about to be dismantled, and a defense that went from top five to 32nd. So it's not like we were supposed to be good, but I, yet I wasn't ex- we're, bot- we're bottom feeding. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Super Bowl this year at all. That's unrealistic expectations for a tip for a coach kind of in his first year. That's kind of miracle work for a coach to do that. I just ex- I was expecting us to be better. And I remember saying before the season, I was like, last year was the lowest of the low. We can't possibly go any lower. And here we are, which is incredibly lower. Would you say, Dalton, that this year is worse than last year? But I think it's going to get... I don't think we're going to win another game. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Bears game is what saved us from an 0-16 season, I think. Yeah. No offense. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nathaniel Hackett did a bum-ass job coaching last year. So don't let the Jets' victory over us, you know, over the Broncos give him... I know it was like his little personal Super Bowl, whatever... I, the Jets are still going to suck. So, I mean, I just was so shocked to see this team go lower when I thought last year was like the bottom of the pit. But here we are. Could it, could it get worse? Yeah. Well, I honestly think we're kind of there. I mean, 0-16 like, technically it, is it, worse. Could it get, get worse from this? I mean, technically, everything you could possibly think of right now with the team is kind of at its worst. If we trade away all these players, right, and get a bunch of second, get a bunch of third and fourth round picks, and have the number one or number two overall pick, what's what's the move? What what do we trade up for the number one with the picks that we've accumulated? Do we sit at number two and then use all those picks to build around the number two guy, or like what's the move? I don't know because I mean it fully depends on how the Bears are doing because that's what who, that's who we're in a race with at the at the moment. Mind you, we're still kind of early ish in the season, but currently I think as it sits, the the Bears have the first two picks because they no not not right now. It changed last it well might, it changed last night yeah. because of because of Thursday, but it might it, it might change this week. Um, Panthers own number one, but they don't have that because of the bears yeah so that's the what bears have one we're two and then the bears are three and but that might if the next. browns i mean if the bears lose 
this weekend, then they get bumped to one, two, and then we're at three. So, so many of the mock drafts have had them taking Caleb Williams, then Marvin Harrison Jr., and then us. For some reason, somebody has us taken like an edge rusher, and I'm like, can we literally not? <laughs> I know we need anybody at this point, but Drake May. Yeah, honestly, I just I wasn't Something. the biggest fan of Caleb Williams, but he is incredibly talented and. He he has expressed. You're a fan of no no college quarterback, Rachel. Well, yeah, because we can't do jack with them anyways. I mean, when we can't develop a quarterback to save our lives, and knowing our track record, we'll just absolutely ruin their career. But... The one quarterback we tried to develop was a second round quarterback who is still not that good. I know, but we still we just don't have a track record to do well with new ish quarterbacks. So I do want us to take a quarterback. I think that's. You know, I'm I'm done with Russell Wilson. I've tried, you know, seeing the light and saying, "Oh, he's he was doing a he was doing okay through the first part of the season, and then he just absolutely shit the bed last night. It was shocking." Um, but it would kind of definitely be a bummer for us to endure this season and not come out of it without Caleb Williams. But also, he has expressed that he will stay another year in college if it's a team that he doesn't want to go to. And I'm like, look at us. He doesn't, he's not, like, if I'm thinking realistically, he doesn't want to come here. And that bums me out. Look at, <laughs> just look at us. And I think he said he wants one of the teams or a couple of the teams that he said he would be okay with were the Giants, the Raiders for some godforsaken reason, um, and a couple other, like, mid-tier teams who probably won't have a shot at him. But... Um, uh, Dalton, imagine he somehow goes to the Raiders. Just imagine. <sighs> God. Then everybody in the division has like a superstar quarterback. And then here we are just putzing around doing nothing. I'm going to stick with the Caleb Williams hype. Or we draft, we do what the Bengals did. Draft a Jamar Chase, which is basically just Marvin Harrison Jr. And then wait till the next year to draft. A Joe Burrow. Well, Joe Burrow kind of came out of nowhere, to be fair. They, he, he like, popped up, became the number one overall pick, and then now is one of the best starting NFL quarterbacks. Except the, the Bengals are kind of cheeks this year. So. Ah, well, they made it up last week. Eh, kind of. Three touchdowns by Jamar Chase is kind of crazy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of teams that don't look nearly as good, I know we lost to them last night. But the Chiefs do, they look like they've taken like a step or two or 12 back. Maybe it's just the Taylor Swift curse or something, but they just, I fully expected them to drop like 50 on our head and they just I don't. because they were toying with us. No, they, they the weren't. Whole game, well, they were I trying. Like they were just like jacking. That's why they like suck. They were just like, they knew how bad we suck. So they were like, let's just make, put all our experimental plays. And try to perfect them against this I, crap team. That's what the Chiefs always do to us, bro. Yeah, but they just they just don't look like the Super Bowl winning team from last year. I don't have them winning the Super Bowl this year. If they do, it's because they rode the backs of the refs or something like that. They just don't have the offensive weapons to, or the defense, honestly, to get them through the Super Bowl. I think the 49ers are honestly the Super Bowl favorite. The 49ers could go undefeated unless Brock Purdy goes gets hurt but um yeah I mean we just can't have anything go right for us right now I mean I don't know if you saw that tweet Dalton where the Sean Payton's play sheet 
got leaked because yes, some yes. some Amazon yeah some bum ass camera guy decided to zoom in on Sean Payton's face and just was like oh let's see what his pores look like like he was that close to Sean Payton zoomed in and some 4K camera and of course you know coaches they put the play sheet up in front of their mouth to cover what they're saying and of course when he does that his play sheet's double sided and it literally leaked some some people have taken they took screenshots of the game and now our offense is completely out there on the internet it shows what plays are what what audible means what so i mean i'm sure sean payton's enthused about that i mean we just can't have anything and it's just like can you not we're already low enough can you just please delete the pictures and just act like that wasn't a thing and just let us have something? Please, we're this already is, low enough. This is the most beautiful tank I've ever witnessed. I'm just so miserable, dude. And I'm sure most fans are miserable with us. You know what? You know we're not winning another game, right? I mean, the only games that we could win is the Vikings, the Patriots. Honestly, the pa- the game against the Patriots might be like the Caleb Williams Bowl on Christmas Eve. That might be the Caleb Williams Bowl because the Patriots, they've the Patriots fallen from too. yeah they've fallen from grace honestly. Bill Belichick is kind of terrible. Yeah, it shows My you shows you how much of that was actually Tom Brady, which is weird for me to admit because I don't like Tom Brady. I know, right? No, I know, right? Because I always like but back at the beginning, I always thought it was Belichick, but now I'm like. No, it was definitely Brady. It was Brady. To be fair, Mac Jones, I literally said this out of college, and people are like, oh, no, you're stupid, he's great. Mac Jones sucks. Yeah, I've literally, I've been saying that, and people just, yeah, they disregarded it. But moving on to a brief preview of the upcoming game. Honestly, again, I said I was so dejected that I've just kind of, kind of withdrawn a little bit from the season, but um, to the point where I just, I'm like, oh, who are we playing next week? But we play the Packers next week, so... Packers are kind of, they started okay, and now they're just, like, not good. So, I mean, this could be a potential winning game for the Broncos. Yeah, I I don't know. It's... <sighs> Jordan Love know. does pretty good against terrible defenses. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Again, it's another winnable game for the Broncos, but knowing us, probably probably won't happen and that's heartbreaking to say why there's no real reason to give projections and stuff so i mean i i don't want i don't know i'm at kind of an impasse here dalton i hate saying oh i want this team to deliberately lose but also i have emotionally removed myself from the season so i feel like i'm just kind of watching them from a distance and i'm back at draft time yeah (laughs) It's going to be hard to do this podcast weekly. I will say that. It is it's going to be it's okay. rough. Okay. We'll we'll formulate it where we'll talk about we'll talk about trade scenarios. <laughs> are, you, are you guys okay with being the 2016 Browns? No. Not at all. Oh, okay. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. we can do about it now. Are you John always sold his soul for 50. Are you seriously? Are you guys listen are the people listening okay if we just like cry for 20 minutes straight each week? Like it's just like a weekly venting crying session because that's kind of what it's going to turn into. That's kind of what I thought it was going to be today. Maybe, maybe fans could come on and they can give us their trade scenarios. Oh yeah, I can I'll set that up. I'll get us some I have some people call in or something cuz <laughs> we are lacking content here because the team sure as hell ain't 
given us anything good. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Broncos Binge Podcast. The Broncos Binge Podcast will be released weekly on Fridays, and we hope you will tune in for future episodes even as the season spirals out. (laughs) If you have any comments or suggestions on sections of the podcast you'd like to see us add, let us know. Again, thank you for sticking with us, Broncos Country, through another bumpy season. Um, If you missed it, I have a new Twitter handle, that being at MileHighRachel. Also, make sure to follow Dalton at NFL Dalton. Once again, I am your host, Rachel Strand. And I am Dalton Coble. Thanks for listening, and go Broncos!